0: Good morning, good morning, everyone. I am Deb Creer. I'm the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And we have a fabulous program on today because we have a repeat guest. You know, I love it when I have guests that come back because it means they have so much good information that we just can't get through it in an hour. So please join me in welcoming back Jean Lenoux.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me again, Deb.
0: Welcome, welcome. Well, part of the reason we're having Jean back is she has a new book, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But for everyone who isn't familiar with Jean, let me go ahead and and read her bio. Jean Lanou is a longtime entrepreneur and the founder of Social Genie and Digital Marketing Genie, Two successful Central Florida-based businesses that help navigate social media and the world of online marketing, even providing done-for-you services. She has created a business-in-the-box to allow coaches, authors, and speakers to quickly establish their online presence. In addition to her businesses, Jean is also a number one best-selling author a national public speaker, and has been recognized as one of America's premier experts in digital marketing and social media. She is a certified digital marketer partner in FusionSoft, Scideck, Google, and Constant Contact Partner, and holds a certification in online sales funnels and inbound marketing. We could just say, marketing is her thing. So please join me again in welcoming Jean. Yay, thank you so much. Yay! yay. Well, we'll get to that best-selling author part later. But since we've had you on, you have launched this digital marketing genie business. So tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Well, you know, my the social genie brand is awesome, and love her. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, but there's so much more to the online world, as you know. Mm-hmm. And so with the branding of social genie, people. Saw it as only social media, so I knew okay. that I had to expand the name so that I could expand their world. Mm-hmm. And so it um, just it encompasses, you know, all of the digital marketing puzzle. And, you know, so that when you're, you know, doing social media and you're using that to, you know, capture information, you can still, you know, stay in contact with them through email marketing and, you know, having great sales pages and landing pages and, you know, you have the awesome website. So it just kind of brings everything as well as advertising, because I know, you know, Facebook has made so many changes that it's really hard. You pay to get likes. And people still can't see you, so you got to pay to be seen.
0: Right. Okay. Well, and and I really want to talk about that because if, like you said, we we all use Facebook, and more and more, you know, businesses are finally jumping on the boat and using Facebook. So we'll talk about that more in in a little bit. But I want to come back to this concept of everything is tied together. Okay. You know, and and I still have probably at least once a week a business person who tells me i 'm not going to have a website because i 'm just going to have a Facebook page, and I beat them about the head <laughs> <laughs> because Facebook is facebook 's toy folks you don 't own that real estate you really don 't even have any say in it you know you, and, and so they can change it, which hello they do um, so one of the things that that you have really started promoting a lot of is emails and how to really use those. To to get people's interest, because you you when you get somebody's email address, you have that. It's not like they're the, the person who liked you on the Facebook page because that could come that could go. And, you know, so talk to us about why on Facebook and on other social media platforms and, and even on your website, why it's so important to get people to sign up for your for to get your emails. And, and you know, let's also talk about why emails are just important in, in part of the direct mail process. Well, I like to call it relationship marketing,
1: and mm-hmm. so it's it's all about being where your potential customer or your customer is, and where they want to be, and so it's meeting them in their place, not yours. And okay. you know, so you know, different people are different places. Different people read emails. Different some people don't read their emails. And, you know, but the point is, is that we need to be everywhere so that we can Mm -hmm. find them where they are. But besides finding them where they are, we also need to know where they are in their buying process. Okay. So, you know, there's a whole psychology to why we buy and how we buy and, you know, but you're going to start out just thinking about something and researching something, and we want to be sure that we have information to give them for any stage that they are at. So if they are in their very beginning stage where they're just coming to check us out,
0: or if they're
1: were, or they ready to work with us right away, buy our product, we want to have that for them so it's Mm -hmm. like that's why it's the puzzle is a puzzle because all those different pieces that you're trying to get together so that you know exactly who it is you're talking to and what it is they
0: want at any stage in their journey right well and I love this concept especially because I just learned a little bit more about it last uh when I attended inbound marketing day here in Atlanta, um, and one of the speakers, Ardeth Albee, was talking about this fact that we kind of got into this habit as marketers that we had campaigns. You know what I'm putting that in air quotes, because we had campaigns that we reached out to, and, and that was how we kind of did our marketing. And we didn't take into account in any way where somebody was in that process. So, you know, maybe they got the email that introduced the product. Well, they weren't ready to be introduced to the product. Or maybe they already knew about it and they just wanted final features and, you know, and, and all these various things. And, and so her thought process and was that we have to, it has to be an ongoing process. It's not you know, something where you're going start to finish because as you said, you don't know where people are in that continuum. Well, and it, and it can really scare them off.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's very similar. Um, Ryan Dice, who I'm now, um, a certified partner with his mm-hmm. way of talking about it is to, you know, compare it to someone asking you to go out for coffee. Okay. And you say, yes, let's get married. <laughs> they were, oh, wait, (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. You know, you're kind of like, what? And so, but that's what we do so much of the time. And, you know, and I'm not pretending that I'm not guilty because we get so excited. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we love our stuff. We know we have great stuff to offer. And so we want to tell people about it. But it it can scare them off. You know, it's like they're not there yet. So let's maybe... You know, introduce ourselves a
0: little
1: bit more and go on a few dates, maybe go out to dinner, you know, before
0: we actually, you know, ask to get married. Right. So how do you figure out where someone is in that process? Because, you know, people come and go. They might read a post on Facebook that, you know, and, and they didn't see the prior three posts or, you know, they might see a tweet that you've done or or they get an email from you. How do you really figure out where they are in the process and and how to not turn off say the looky loos from the hey I'm ready to spend money people and and get them all in there at the same time, or is that even possible? Well, you know one way is to
1: to not let them see your big offer mm-hmm. until they've shown interest in it. okay you know so you know on Facebook. And, you know, all of the social media platforms, you're not going to be talking about, you know, for instance, you mentioned my business in the box. Mm-hmm. So my business in the box, I'm not going to be posting directly about the biz in a box. I'm going to be talking okay. about things that, you know, speakers and authors would be interested in and that they're going to want to download. You know, I might talk to them about what a lead magnet is and have a, you know, a lead magnet. Checklist a 16-point lead magnet checklist and if they download that then now they've shown me that they have some interest Okay in that subject and so I and I'm gonna have all kinds of those offers and, and Basically, that's a lead magnet. That's a free offer And in, uh, I just want to talk about it just briefly and so it wants to be something that is consumable in five minutes Okay, a really quick win so, by that I'm not talking about an ebook. Mm-hmm. So, an ebook is great, but you could probably, we need to start selling those. You know, it's like those are not quick wins. Therefore, they do not make um, good lead magnets. And the reason is that they're not going to be willing to move to the next step with us. So, mm-hmm. if they haven't finished their coffee, they're not going out for drinks. Right. And so, we need them to get them to drink the coffee. Mm -hmm. And so we do that by giving them a checklist or, you know, a case study, something that is
0: tangible, five minutes. They can consume it, love it. And now they want more. Okay. well, and of course, the key then is that more, you know, you want to drive them to your website to, you know, to call you to to do whatever it is. And do they then kind of differentiate as to how interested they are? Maybe they go to your website and they want one, one more freebie or a low cost. You know, maybe they just want a chapter of your book before they decide they want to buy the whole book. You know, or you've got the people who are like, I love this. Give it to me. You know, I, I will pay whatever. You know. So is that kind of how that process works is then they, they determine their level of interest? Yes,
1: they will determine their level of interest because they will either move along quickly or they won't. But, right. You know, so if you, you know, give them that wonderful piece of product, you know, that you know, quick win, mm-hmm. and then you ask them, and again, it depends on where they are, but typically you're going to follow up with them through email. And, again, mm-hmm. that's going to depend on, you know, if you have a young target that isn't on email, you know, then that's not going to work. Right. right. You're going to have to find a different way to contact them. but. Um, if you follow or if you're following up with them on email, then you're going to make them another offer. You're going to make mm-hmm. them another offer right away. Once when they consume that, you I mean, hopefully you're going to do it like a little pop up video and say, thank you. And then tell them all about what they got and, you know, how they're going to use it and, you know, hope, hope that it'll be in their inbox. And that, you know, by the way, if, you really love that. You're really going to love this. Uh-huh. And so we're going to try to move them to that next step right away.
0: Right. And, and, of course, right away is the key because even if you wait, you know, a day, they've who knows what they've consumed in the meantime. And especially if your competitors got to them right away, then they forgot you existed. Yeah.
1: Um, later means never. <laughs> right you know so we really we need it to be now mm-hmm. and that's that is key and you know and we're going to follow up with them because sometimes you know so we're doing both we're going to follow up with them with an email but we're going to have a little you know pop-up thank you that you know tries to move them along the process but if they downloaded that and they were not somewhere where they could watch that video mm-hmm. we want to be sure that we then contact them so that they can watch it later. You know, so we want to be sure we give them a shot and maybe a couple of shots because Mm -hmm. they're not always going to be right where they need to be at that moment. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to, again, we're trying to be at every place that we think they may be. Mm -hmm. Some of them are going to want to move forward right then. And, of course, that's best. Right. You know, best for both. But some of them will not. Mm -hmm. But we don't want to eliminate them from our world just because they didn't move
0: on right
1: then at that moment.
0: Well, and sometimes those dangle their toe peoples end up being the best clients and the best customers because it could be that they researched and and they discovered, hey, you know, you are the best or, you know, all of these various things. I uh, used to have some discussions with some professional fundraisers who would only thank someone who donated you know, a thousand dollars or more. And they had all of these people who donated ten dollars and a hundred dollars and you know, much smaller amounts. And in sometimes these people wouldn't even send them a, a thank you email. And I told him, I said, You are so missing out because that ten dollar donor might be the ten thousand dollar donor who was just dangling their toes and wanted to see how well you would treat them. And, you know, they always looked at me and said, we don't have time for it. And I think that's the the key with all of this is it can be automated. So talk to us about how things can be automated because we only have 28 hours in the day. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, what do we do with those that those that time? Because seriously, we you know, we don't even have 24 hours in our day because we do have these other things like family and life and, and things that get in the way. So, how can we automate this process so that we're not sitting at our computer going, Gene just looked at my, my video and she just downloaded my free little eye thing. And so now I need to contact her. <laughs> how do we automate it? Really? You don't, want to, you don't want to do it right there at that second. No.
1: I wish. Yeah. So it can be automated. There are a lot of systems. Um, and you mentioned, you know, the ones that I'm partners with in the beginning mm-hmm. that do this for us. Um, here's the thing. Um, I'm sure you've heard you get what you pay for.
0: Uh huh.
1: Um, yeah, it, it holds very true. And so there are some will remain nameless free systems mm-hmm. out there that um, they they don't get delivered so well. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important that you invest
0: right in, the, uh, well, in your
1: business. And you
0: and and we love the free. But, of course, the problem with the free is everybody uses the free. So then it does tend to get caught in spam filters and, and things like that. Yes. Because
1: if if they're not doing it the right way, mm-hmm. then the scores are going to go down. Right. And so you have to use the systems that take the time to make sure that their clients are doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. And – Yes, that does take you a little bit longer initially in setting it up, but in the long run you're going to get much much better results.
0: Right. You know, and we're not talking about a fortune here because, you know, one of the platforms obviously that that will do this is Constant Contact. And you know, it's they're in business to stay in business, so they want to help you do it. So they're not going to price it in a, in a manner that, you know, you, you a small business owner can't afford. And they have very good customer service.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And they, you know, and they do, you know, fabulous marketing, which helps with their brand recognition. And, you know, so, I mean, they have a lot of good things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the They have one issue, and quite honestly, I haven't uh, looked it up to see if they had it fixed, and that the auto, they, so if somebody downloaded something, you mm-hmm. couldn't get it to them immediately. You, oh, okay. You know, and so that that was a little bit of a problem. But I know that they were working on fixing. Mm-hmm. it. Right. And you also have Aweber, which is another, you know, really nice system that, but again, it has some difficulty in breaking apart because here's the thing. We really, really want to be sure that we're sending them just what they're asked for and not what we're sending to everybody else. Right. So when we're going to continue down that journey through, you know, the email system, then we're going to be sending. So, for instance, I gave the example of the lead magnet checklist. Mm-hmm. So I am then going to continue my journey with them related to something to that, you know. So I'm going to send them, you know, something about um, landing pages or sales pages or mm-hmm. call to actions, you know. Something that I'm pretty sure that they're going to be interested in that next step. Now that I have right. this great lead magnet, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that we want to help them get to that next step. And so, so for instance, I'm not going to start talking to them about Facebook.
0: Right. Because they didn't raise their hand asking me about Facebook. Right. So then there's a disconnect and they go, oh, oh, wait, what? What?" And, and, and then they might... <gasps> unsubscribe (laughs) and that's the worst thing that you want to happen right so you have to be sure that you can segment your list
1: properly Mm -hmm. and that's going to require you know doing some if then statements you know that little bit that you you know if they do this then you want them to do this if they Mm -hmm. you know and so that's the piece where um, a rubber is a little, I would love to be able to just combine all of the systems. And-
0: I know they all have some really cool pieces. <laughs>
1: they do. They do. And it's like, so each one has their, their faults and, you know, each one has their good points. My favorite though is Infusionsoft. And I know that, uh, some people have told me that they find it really confusing. Um, and I, I'm not sure because for me it's the most logical. Oh. of all of the systems
0: mm-hmm. so
1: it it flows the easiest you know HubSpot is another one mm-hmm. right HubSpot is an amazing system but it is one of the most expensive systems um, mm-hmm. there but it also does some you know other things um, so it's a really great one
0: right well and you know as a business owner People, you know, of course, they're thinking, well, I can't afford that. I can't spend money. But it comes back to can you afford not to? Um, You know, you might be able to think, okay, well, I can go through and, you know, send out an email to everybody and call them on the phone and do that. Well, that's great, but that's not focusing on what it is that you're actually supposed to be doing. You know, you have a product or a service that you're selling. And if you're so caught up in doing the sales and the marketing then you're not doing what you know what you really should be doing. And and even salespeople automate things. You know, it's not that they think, well, you know, I don't have to use this because I'm the salesperson. They all automate. Um, you know, and and so it's a matter of sitting down and thinking, okay, can I afford not to do this? And yes, there's a learning curve, but there's tons of great people out there and great resources to, to help with, with the setup. Oh, definitely.
1: And I mean, for me, the I try to get them to think about how much their time is worth Mm -hmm. and to put an actual dollar value on their time. Right. And I think then they can see quite quickly how, you know, any one of these systems would actually be saving them a ton of money in the long run. Mm -hmm. But besides that, they're going to, it's going to be making them money. It's going to be making them money while they sleep. Mm -hmm. so it's like when you're using it properly, the, the small items that would be created, that one would be called like a tripwire that might be 7 mm-hmm. to $20, that's going to be able to pay for
0: your advertising. Wouldn't it be mm-hmm. great to have your customers paying for your advertising? Right. Well, and you mentioned 24 hours a day, and that's so important because even a brick and mortar location, you know, they might be open 9 to 5, but... I'm looking for whatever it is that they have in my jammies at 11 o'clock at night. And so if I can get that information sent to me, then that's perfect. Because during the day, well, you know, I forget about it or I'm at work and I can't access it and and do all of those things. So that's the beauty of being able to automate this is it is 24-7.
1: Exactly right. And And this all applies to brick and mortar. In the same way that it applies to a completely online business. It's just that what the offerings are going to be different. Right. You know, so we were talking about the lead magnet. Let's talk about a yogurt shop. Okay. So let's talk about a yogurt shop in Boston right now, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's cold. And how many people are really thinking about eating yogurt? So somehow you've got to get them into the store. So what are you going to do? Well, Um, have one yogurt shop that gave away yogurt for free. Right. So why would they do that? Well, one, it created, you know, lines of customers Mm -hmm. and so everybody was wondering why are people buying yogurt? So it got the news involved, so now you have a Mm -hmm. ton of free publicity, but even more than that, the yogurt really doesn't cost them that much. So, you know, when they're having all these people come in, guess what they're gonna do? They're gonna buy a drink, They're Mm going to buy toppings. They're going to, you know, so these people are actually spending
0: money. Right. With their free yogurt. And they're going to come back. And they're going to come back. You know, and and then even better, they take a picture. They take a selfie and they post it on Facebook. (laughs) Exactly right. You know, and, and I think that's where businesses sometimes get caught is they think, well, I can't do something for free. Excuse me, or you know, it, it has to always be making money, and they really do forget that there are things that get people in. Um, I was, uh, I had another guest on my program who said that he actually gives away about, he's a consultant, and he gives away about 95% of what he does, but he has created such a demand for that 5% that they'll pay anything he asks, Um, you know, and 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 I thought that was an interesting concept. That's kind of a high number. And I kind of, you know, grimaced at ninety five percent. But he did have a point. He said, you know, if you if you have peaked that interest so much, then and and he said, then you've also by the time you get to that five percent, there are people who would kill to do business with you. You know, rather than the people who, well, let's spend ten dollars and see if this works and if it doesn't, I'll go to somebody else and you know and, and and he said so it's it's a way for him to really get to the cream of the crop of a a customer. So he's created raving fans. And yes. you know and, and that's yes. really what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and and it doesn't matter if your raving fan is talking about the product that was ten dollars or you know, a hundred thousand. That's what's so key is getting those raving fans. And that's where, you know, social media comes back into the the picture. Oh, big time.
1: And, you know, but the thing, the the key there that I'm hoping everybody heard is that he gave them amazing stuff. He didn't just give them free stuff. Mm -hmm. He gave them amazing free stuff. He gave them some of his best stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, because it doesn't matter if – you have a, a fabulous offer. If I create the best sales page for you that on the face of the earth, if we spend thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars in advertising, if your product stinks, mm-hmm. you're not going to get a rating fee. Right. And you know, so it's key that you have that you that you know everything. It doesn't matter if it's free. Everything you give them, you're proud of. Right.
0: And it has to be something that they will value. You know, I always laugh when I'm walking through, you know, a Macy's or a Nordstrom's or whatever, and they've got the, you know, you're walking past the cosmetic counter and they've got the, you know, buy this product and get, you know, five other special products. Well, it's a lipstick in a color that I would never wear. It's perfume that I don't like, you know, all of these. And so I'm thinking, well, there's no value in it to me. It might be free. But I don't care, you know, and and I think that's where sometimes people get caught up is and and, or they might give away the, hey, we haven't been able to sell this recently thing, Um, you know, and and all of those. So it's got to be a product that people value. Oh, that's
1: so true. So I guess that would have been going back to the yogurt shop if they would have um, offered free cherries.
0: That probably wouldn't have worked as well. right? Yeah. Yeah. Or if they just said free vanilla yogurt. You know, or, or one tiny scoop. I mean, you know, it, it had to be something that got people interested and wanting to actually go out and, and get it. Right. Yeah. Well, one of the things that, that I want to talk about, too, you know, we've been talking about email, and I have so many people who say people don't like email. You know, why, why are we sending emails? And to me, if you have email that stands out, because we get so much clutter and so much spam and so much, all of those things. If you send me a cool email, I like it. Um, So uh, do you see that people really are still using email and and using it very effectively? Oh, definitely.
1: It is still, you know, one of the most highly used ways to reach your customer. Uh Mm -hmm. But you were absolutely correct. And that if you are constantly selling them they will not open your emails uh-huh. so and I think this is a mistake that um a lot of the big brand name stores make uh-huh. you know because they ask me for my email and I'm like no and they're like I'm going to send you coupons I'm like no you're not they don't send me coupons they just send me sales
0: sales 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 yeah. and, and it comes back to they give me coupons for products I don't want right you know, so it's like, let me,
1: you know, give me $5 off and let me decide what I want to spend. On. Right, it's like, right. But, or 20% off or something like that. But it's like, I, I don't, you, I trusted you. You mm-hmm. told me you were going to send me coupons and now you're sending me all this other junk.
0: Right. And you oh. you know,
1: and I'm not saying you could never send me that other
0: stuff, but you better be giving me some value first. Right. And, and, and you'll love this. I, I signed up for Groupon, you know, because everybody likes coupons and we like these things. And I don't know if I checked a box wrong or quite what. But my Groupon that I got yesterday was for pole dancing <laughs> classes. <Yeah. laughs> and I thought, hmm, somewhere I'm not that demographic. And but, you know, at the same point, I thought it was funny. Somebody else might have been offended and immediately unsubscribed. And so that's where it comes back to knowing your audience. I mean, I'm like, really pole dancing, you know? And, and, and this was, you know, shortly after I had broken my nose. And so I thought, though, they really don't know who I am, because um, well, you know, I'd probably break something else in that. But, you know, and I don't know, clearly they were just sending out to send out. And that, you know, that brings us back to the discussion of you have to know your audience and know what they want.
1: And give them what they want. And here's the thing. I mean, we haven't really even talked about all how you can apply retargeting pixels on your website. And what does that mean? Right. And it's like, and so on fate and in Facebook, you can. Actually, when people are looking and stuff in Facebook and then you can, Mm -hmm. you know, they go to your website and they don't buy and then they can keep seeing you all day long and you can follow them around. And so it's like we haven't even touched on that so that we're really showing them something that they're just that we know they're interested in. They just didn't complete the buying process. Mm
0: Well, and we've seen that happen. You know, I've I've gone off of Facebook. I've looked at some other website. I come back, and then the, those ads appear for that product. So tell us how that happens, and, and what is retargeting pixels?
1: Well, um, I think they're very similar to what we called cookies. So okay. I think a lot of people know what that term is. It's just a little bit of code that's placed on your computer when you're out shopping. Okay. And so then you can use that code and put it onto your sales page so that when they click on it, you can tell what it was that they were looking at and either show them similar items or continue to show them that item until they decide to buy it. Because, again, same theory that we talked about, they looked at it. Just because they didn't buy it doesn't mean they don't want it. Right. They could have been interrupted. They you know, it's like the kids came home from school and it's like so you just want to get back in front of them. Like
0: mm-hmm. Well, and now's a good time to talk about Facebook advertising because that is part of the the advertising process in Facebook is targeting people who have specific keywords and, and interests and, and things like that. So you know, I, I it's funny, I've talked with business owners who have said I'm not going to advertise on Facebook. And how dare they ask me to? Well, I'm sorry. Facebook is a business. You know, they have to make money also. And we got away with using it for free for our business. Now, I think it's probably always going to be free for personal use. But as a business, we got away for a very long time with using it for free. And, you know, you can run some pretty fabulous campaigns for like $10 a week if you know how to target. So talk us through what. You know, why businesses really should start using Facebook advertising?
1: Because
0: they like to make money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, truly, Facebook advertising is one of the least expensive ways to reach your target that exists. And, yes, mm-hmm. it's true. It used to be free, and it's not free anymore. But it also wasn't as targeted as what it right. is now. You know, now I can say I want somebody that, you know, was looking at shoes in a size 10 that lives in this particular zip code. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, we can get very, very specific. We can actually say I want somebody that likes this yogurt shop that is, on you know, two blocks away from my yogurt shop, you know, and and so that they can see that I'm here. And, you know, that's. And it's really you can do it, you know, pretty inexpensively. Mm-hmm. And you can also create, you know, custom audiences so that based off of your email lists, it can can create custom audiences within Facebook, to, wow. you
0: know, to help you target your email list within Facebook. Mm-hmm. Well and of course this is how Facebook makes its money. So they're very good at it and they wanna help you. Um, you know, and, and and as long as you follow the rules, I mean yeah, they have some rules of things you can and can't say and can't do and and it's funny I belong to several Facebook groups where invariably there is somebody that says, Ah oh, they wouldn't run my ad because of such a, and sometimes it makes no sense. I mean, you know, it's like okay, the whoever reviewed their ad just wasn't paying attention. So wait and do it again. Um, but it's it, it is where they make their money, so they're very helpful. They you know they want to make sure that a you're happy, but b you advertise again and maybe even increase your budget.
1: Right, and, and you know, and if you advertise enough, you can actually get a Facebook person assigned to you.
0: Cool. Well, and, you know, as as business people on Facebook, we've heard about organic reach and, and why organic reach is no longer really working for us. But define for us what organic reach is. Okay. Well, organic means it's not paid. So
1: when you put a post on Facebook, on your business page, it used to show up in the timelines of of the, or i the news feeds of the people that liked your page, they would mm-hmm. see it for a longer period of time. Now what happens when you do a post on your business page, it really, they need to be there right at that moment. Now part of that is because, you know, Facebook wants to charge for advertising, but probably even more of it is because, there's so much right. information mm-hmm. on Facebook now. And so the what goes through someone's news feed because, you know, back in 2007, we all had 50 to 100 friends. Now most of us are at 3,000 to 5,000. Mm-hmm. You know, So what we're seeing, there's so much more of it. And so it's going to move through because what happens when somebody else posts, now it's on top. When somebody else posts, now it's on top. Mm -hmm. So when you have somebody that has 3,000 to 5,000 friends, it's going to move really quickly. Right.
0: Well, and, you know, Facebook also, and, and, you know, I don't like this about Facebook. Facebook determines what they think we want to see. But they're basing it on all of these algorithms of what we have looked at in the past. And so, you know, maybe I liked a business's page, but then I never interacted with it. You know, I like the page to get a coupon or, you know, whatever, and then I never interacted with it. Well, then Facebook goes, well, you don't care about it, so why should we show it to you again? And so it is kind of that catch-22. You have to interact with it to see it, but you have to see it to interact with it. And that's where advertising comes back in. Right. And that's the piece that I think is
1: justified, you know. It's Mm -hmm. like if you're paying, you know, because you can pay to get more Facebook page likes, Mm -hmm. and then you still, your stuff doesn't get seen and and that and that does get a little frustrating and it's like but which is why I don't really recommend paying for likes you know Mm -hmm. if you're not in a business that likes matter so for you likes might matter or for me likes might matter because we need to look popular but you know if you're a yogurt shop or a
0: shoe store um, does it really matter how many people like your page? Right. And it has to be the right people. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I had somebody one time who said, well, you know, I have 5,000 people who have liked my page. And, and he said, and it happened in just a couple of days. No. And I said, uh-huh. how much did you pay for that? And this man, he, oh, I didn't pay. I, I didn't do that. And so I went in, and, and I honestly don't know if Facebook still has this feature, but you used to be able to go in and see – demographically where somebody's likes were, and this was somebody who was based in the United States, and probably out of those 5,000 likes, 4,900 of them were in other countries, and so clearly it was something that he had paid for, and when I pointed that out, I said, you know, they're not going to do business with you, and, and all you did was you falsified those numbers, and it made you look good, but... Facebook actually will penalize you in the long run. Yeah, well, actually, they'll remove the likes now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, in the olden
1: days, you used to be able to do that more than you can now. Mm-hmm. Now, if you buy likes, um, Facebook knows the profiles. And right. It's like, and then they just delete those likes right back up, you know, so you, you paid, and then now they're
0: gone. Well, and you don't go from 100 to 5,000 without those little algorithms at Facebook going ding, 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 ding. <laughs> right. So if you're going to buy them, you buy 30 at a time. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you know, I, I I I agree with you. I don't think you should buy them at all. Um, and Facebook actually doesn't even like it when you put it in your posts. Hey, share this. Hey, like this. Um, because they think that that's kind of inflating things um, in a bad way also.
1: Right. And you know it does it does get um, a little annoying when you you know because it's like if it's there constantly you know, and everybody's mm-hmm. doing that, which is why they've had to put a stop to it because right, right you know they want to keep the the news news feeds as clean as possible, mm-hmm. and that's why you see videos showing up pretty much before anything else, right? And, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Google Plus. Um, Shows up on Google the same in the same way, you know. It's right. like they in, so you know YouTube is owned by Facebook. Sorry, I should probably mm-hmm. you know. So it's like you'll see the you know they have. I mean, YouTube is owned by Google. Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Facebook owns Google. Oh, owns YouTube. That's going to be a new rumor starting. Right? Yes. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> But,
0: you know, so anyway, videos are very
1: popular. That was my point.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, let's, let's talk about Google Plus, and I want to talk about it, especially because you are in a new book. You are a featured author in a book called Get in the Game, and it's the world's leading entrepreneurs and professionals reveal how you can get off the sideline and start improving your health. Wealth and lifestyle, and as I mentioned, you have a chapter in it, and it's about Google Plus. And so, you know, I, it's funny. We were talking before we started the recording that so many people say, oh, "Google Plus, it's the wasteland. There's nobody there. Why should I bother?" So, if I if I say that to you, Jean, how do you respond to me? Well, I would respond by saying there are as many.
1: Active users users on Google Plus as there are on Twitter, hmm. so that is actually a misconception. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because if you wish to rank, you need to be there. Right. You know, and it's like, and by ranking I mean in Google itself. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like, so uh, don't fight the man. It's, right. And um, but it's it's a really really cool tool. It does have a lot of features that um, I think that are underutilized that people, I mean, I think there's probably just too many. And so people are like, I just don't want another one. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but that's, so perhaps, you know, like a local business, for instance, Mm -hmm. they need to be there. They need to have their business listed there. And if they're blogging, which hopefully they are, they, um, it needs to be on Google Plus.
0: Right. Well, and, and you mentioned a local business. To me, it's critical that a business with a physical location is on Google Plus or Google My Business or whatever they're going to call it today. Um, I'm working with a client that they have Google Plus pages for their physical locations, but they don't do anything with them. And, and so I was kind of looking through and one of the pages had 25,000 views of their Google Plus page and they hadn't posted on it in eight months, but it was coming up in the the search and so I, I was telling them we need to start using this page first of all we needed to make sure the information on the page was accurate um you know did they have the right hours the right address all of those various things but you know and and it, it had never occurred to them to actually look to see how many page views they'd had well that is an amazing
1: point you know and i think that you know because people aren't as quick to like a page or um you know, the way that they do in Facebook, that doesn't mean they're not looking at it. Right. And the Google communities are extremely active, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can get a lot of good information. And so if you are in, you know, a business, because, you know, maybe the U.S. hasn't caught on to it quite as quick as the rest of the world, you know, so maybe if you are in a local business, you don't need to spend as much time in Google communities. Mm-hmm. But if you are any in any kind of a global business, then you should be there. Right. And because the rest of the world doesn't necessarily look at it the same way that we do.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, you mentioned at the the start when we started talking about this, Google Plus is Google. So you have to play their game. You know, if you have an active Google Plus page, it's going to come up Higher in the the search when somebody's looking for your business for your your you know the various keywords things like that.
1: Yeah, and you know Facebook used to come up when you mm-hmm. when you would Google, and if you've noticed,
0: well, they don't play nice anymore.
1: Oh no, they do not. <laughs> you know, and I mean even um, even Pinterest rankings have gone down on Google right, compared right. to what they were, you know, before. Google plus existed. And I'm sure that's just coincidental.
0: I know, I know, you know, hmm, we're going to put our own stuff above somebody else's. Hmm, yeah, I think so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, you know, in their way of looking at it, um, and, and now Pinterest is verified also, but mm-hmm. in their mind, they know that the people are real. So in right. versus, you know, showing up in Facebook in you don't necessarily have to be verified and mm-hmm. it's not verified to a website or, you know, anything like that. And so that is their justification for being able to rank their
0: stuff higher. Mm-hmm. Right. And and so Google has said, yes, we know that this business is on the corner of first and Main, and it does this, you know, because it's and all it's done is gone in and check the code in your website and, you know, some things like that. But. It does know that you are there. It's kind of the same way with Twitter when you've got a celebrity who has a verified account. Okay, you know that that really is that person or their paid staff who is tweeting because it has that little blue check mark there. Um, you know, and and but you know, but the, they do actually send out a card to the businesses yeah. and
1: they have to put in a little code so that they can show mm-hmm. that they actually can get email at that right. address. And you know, so I mean, they do take those extra steps that not, mm-hmm. you know, all of the platforms do.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, right. Well, and, yes. you know, uh, one of the things that people tell me is, well, I can't be on Google Plus because I'm also on Facebook. I'm also on Twitter. I'm also on LinkedIn. And I tell them, OK, folks, you know, it, it, so you've done a post for your Facebook page. Cut and paste it into your Google Plus page. We're talking thirty seconds. <laughs> you know, this is not a complicated process. And then of course, you know, we talked earlier about some automating, um, some automation of things. You can automate some of this too, you know, and, and it's it's a little bit different, but you can use the tools that are out there to help save you time. There's one that I really like a
1: lot that is actually
0: used through Google Plus. Mm-hmm. And
1: so if you post directly to Google Plus versus posting to the other sites, it mm-hmm. will then take that post and move them out to all of the other sites. And
0: what is that? It's called
1: Friends Plus Me. And, you know, it's a pretty cool little app. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Facebook doesn't always play nice with it. So, <laughs> you know, so sometimes, the you know, you'll have to – Post directly to Facebook plus right. Google plus, but then it would go out to Twitter and everything. Else. Mm-hmm. And it looks so much nicer than it does um, coming from some of the other platforms because mm-hmm. the way that they present pictures, the pictures actually look really, really nice. And nice. So that's um, one that I like. And you know, sometimes it plays nice with Facebook. It just depends. You know, there's a the little coding that links things together. It's called an API and Mm -hmm. Facebook sometimes just changes those and um, it doesn't get caught quickly enough.
0: Right, right. Well, and, and, you know, they are all in business against each other. And so it's, it's understandable when, you know, they don't always play nice in the sandbox, but they're not doing things really that are that outlandish to, to, you know, it's not like Facebook is going to say, oh, I'm never going to show a post that was there. And yeah, maybe at some point they would. But right now, it's just working around to figure out how to, to make sure that, that you're doing things the correct way. Right. And I mean, let's face it.
1: I mean, if you were never on
0: Facebook and you were
1: just posting from
0: mm-hmm. other
1: places, well, what advantage does that have for them? Because you're not finding right. any of the ads. And so, mm-hmm. so how are they going to make money if nobody's going to advertise
0: there because nobody's actually there? hmm Right. Well, and yeah, so that's why Facebook, it likes it best. And, you know, it's funny, we give these things human characteristics, it likes. (laughs) Um, But Facebook prefers that you do the posts internally. You know, you schedule them internally, you know, that you don't use Hootsuite or Buffer app or all of those various things. Because if you're doing that, it's like you said, you're not on the site. And so they'll penalize those a bit. But, you know, I also tell people if that's the only way you can get it done then you need to get it done that way. Just understand it might not you know, carry as, as much emphasis if you're using the scheduling programs.
1: Right, and and as we discussed earlier, that's almost irrelevant now, because if you're not you know, somehow boosting that post or advertising
0: that post in some way, it's going to be seen less anyway. Right, you know, and, and of course the important thing, I wanna talk some more about Facebook advertising is to really think about what it is that you're boosting or that you're sponsoring, because you can't come across a spam. You know, this is not the high buy for me today type of, of post, because it doesn't go to just the people who like your page. It does go to a broader audience. And so all of a sudden they're seeing something that they didn't sign up for. And so it, it's got to be something that we're going to talk about this word again, that they value. you know, and, and so think about that when you're getting ready to do a sponsored post, what is it that, that you're trying to do? So do you have some guidelines for people as to what type of posts work, work better if they're going to, to do a sponsored post or an ad? Well, you know, I'm glad you asked that question because we kind of touched on
1: it a little bit earlier um, when I talked about blogging and I said, I hope they are. Mm-hmm. And that is becoming even more important now, um, we used to be able to, to um, and we still can, but it is tending to be rejected a little bit more often. We used to be able to go to directly to a sales page. So, for instance, I offer you the lead magnet checklist, and I'm giving you great value, and I take you to a sales page to try to get you to buy that, not mm-hmm. buy, but you know, opt in for that lead magnet. Mm-hmm. And so, but if I'm trying to actually take you directly to a sales page where it's costing money, Mm -hmm. um, Facebook is really frowning on that now. Right. And so it needs to be, you know, an opt-in, so, you know, some sort of valuable Mm -hmm. uh, lead magnet, or a great one is a blog, Right. You know, so here you get to right away show them how great you are, even if they don't opt in. No. And so they're going to click. They're going to read about you. They're going to learn about you. And then you're going to get on lots of chances mm-hmm. to opt in. And this is actually where we can touch all of the different possibilities. So oh, if there's a blog and it has all this great information, I just want to state, it doesn't mean you have to blog 50,000 blogs a year. You know? mm-hmm. It's like if you have some really, really good content, that's what you're going to use to do your Facebook advertising. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to say that you get found organically by blogging. Mm-hmm. That it takes a tremendous amount of time. I'm saying you advertise your blog. Mm-hmm. So you could have a header going across your blog that would be an opt-in to a great lead magnet okay then down the side on bar you could have and uh, you know a seven to ten dollar trip wire type, okay. type item mm-hmm. okay and they don't have to be related to the subject matter they just need to be some of your best offers okay All right and then within the content of the blog you're gonna have these amazing offers that do relate to the content ah. of the blog. So I'm getting to, to now offer them all kinds of stuff. So for instance, I would be talking about um the you know what a lead magnet is and how you use a lead magnet. And it's like, and if you'd like to know more, here's this great league magnet checklist and it was just a clickable link they click there and then they can opt in and then you know we would talk a little bit more and I would say you know and the next step in the game is a tripwire and if you're you know really interested in learning more about that next step this is a tripwire checklist you know or something to that effect and Mm -hmm. and so I'm all through the blog I'm giving them great content please don't have don't understand that in any other way is that I'm giving them great content, but Mm then I'm also giving them the ability to continue their journey with me. Right. And I'm also going to link to some other blogs because that they don't have to opt in for because I want to keep them on my website Mm -hmm. as long as I can.
0: Yeah. So you could say, you know, and and in this post, I talked in more detail about what a tripwire is. And then they could go in and look at that. Right. Exactly. Cool. Cool. Well, Jean, we, we have about uh, four or five minutes left. And so before we go, I want to make sure that you tell people, because you've talked you know, about how we can do this ourselves. And for so many people, their eyes crossed and they thought, I don't know how to do it. I don't have time to do it. I don't even want to try to do it. So tell us how people can work with you and you'll help them through this process. Oh, absolutely. I would love to help
1: them. So there's, of course, you know, several different ways that they can work with me. One is I was since I've been talking about it and using it as an example, I would love to offer them the uh, lead magnet checklist if you don't mind. Cool. So they could um, actually download
0: that. At, um, are you going to add the link or shall I just add go ahead and, and say the link and then I will add it in the post when I'm posting about this on social media. Oh, perfect. Okay, so it's digital marketinggenie, G-E-N-I-E,
1: dot com, forward slash L-M, as in lead magnet, checklist. Checklist, okay. And so they can go ahead and uh, get that, and that will tell them what the perfect lead magnet is and how it needs to be specific and how you, you know,
0: all the things that we talked about. And it's going to give some really good examples of them as well. Great. Well, how do they find you online, and how do people connect with you online?
1: Well, you know I'm everywhere, so um, they can uh, Google Jean Lanou, and they're going to find all of my social media sites. I don't want to take your time to list them all, but I'm sure we'll have them on your um, in the radio show mm-hmm. on the links. And their digital marketing genie G E N I E dot com is the easiest way you can contact me through that. And, you know, just click on the contact me and send me a message and would love to hear from you.
0: Great. Well, we've got about two minutes left. So, you know, if, if you still, it, we've got some listeners who might be on the fence, they're still trying to figure out oh, how do I do this? What, you know, what can you tell somebody in a minute, two minutes as to why this is so important for, for people to, to be doing this process? Well, the,
1: It's important because without this process,
0: you can't move forward,
1: Okay. you know, so you want to make more money and this is the best, the quickest and easiest way for you to be able to make more money. The initial work is a little bit more, but then it will slow down and it's like, Mm -hmm. and so if you value your time and you like to make more money, then this is just something that you really want to get started quickly.
0: Right, and we're not talking about it costing you a lot of money. It's very reasonable. But you know, again, as, as we mentioned earlier, think about what your time is worth. You know, isn't it worth your time to set this up and get it automated, get it going, so that you can then be off doing what it is that you're supposed to be doing? Right,
1: and again, they don't even have to to take the time to set it up themselves or to do it themselves. I mean, there, you know, besides me, there are a lot of places that have done for you services. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you, I would love to talk to you, but in any case, there's, you know, you can always get it done for you
0: instead right. of spending your time. So basically there's no excuse to not be doing this. Exactly. <laughs> well, Jean, one last time, tell people your website addresses and tell us how they buy the book. Okay.
1: Um, Well, the website is Digital Marketing Genie, G-E-N-I-E, or Social Genie, which is social J-E-A-N-I-E dot com. That's a play off of my name. And they're both dot com. And the book is on Amazon. It is called Get in the Game. And by the way, it is already a number one bestseller on uh,
0: three lists on Amazon. So cool. Well, and the, the cool thing about the book is it has so many, every chapter is written by a different expert. Correct. So it's tons and tons of great information. Well, Jean, thank you again for being on the program. I'm sure that we'll have to have you on again because, as I said, we never get to finish everything. You just have so much information. So for those of you out there, you know, make sure that you connect with me. I'm D E B K R I E R. D-E-B-K-R-I-E-R.com, if we're not already connected. Make sure you connect with Jean, and have an absolutely fabulous day.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c com.